0: No wins in six. It's not a start Stephen Glass will be hoping for at this point in the campaign as the Dons suffer a smash and grab against a physical Motherwell side on Saturday. Coming up this week we hear from the manager following that match at the weekend plus Aberdeen women kick off their campaign in SWPL1 the Sunday before last where post-match with Emma Hunter catch up with her following the Partick Thistle match at the weekend as well. Also coming up on our recent trip to Gothenburg Neil Simpson recalls that famous night in May 1983 and we also catch up with new signing David Bates as he talks about joining the dots let's get back into it then it's the afc donscast on tuesday the 14th of september And welcome to the AFC Donscast from the Inverness Reds It's Graeme McKay here with your weekly Dons News update 20 shots on goal, 7 on target But we came away from fur Park with nothing Madewell had 6 shots, 2 on target And both of them goals Aberdeen were found wanting in that final third to make any difference Madewell's Van Veen scored midway through the first half Before assisting Joanne O'Jala after the break on the hour mark Aberdeen attempted to beat Van Veen repeatedly, with Calvin Ramsey denied twice. Funzo Ojo had a close-range effort saved too, and Christian Ramirez should have fared better with the goal at his mercy. We could not convert any of our many chances, and Mariwell made us pay. The result means we dropped to sixth in the Scottish Premiership, having not won in six attempts since our 2-1 Europa Conference League win over Bridal Blick. Even was a disappointing afternoon, first of all your thoughts in the
1: game.
2: Yeah, disappointing. I think you're spot on. Uh, didn't do enough. We've had a lot of the ball, didn't do nearly enough with it. And a couple of times that they throw crosses in our box, we didn't deal with it well enough, obviously, at all. Uh, they, they didn't cut us open by any means, but it's it's normal. You have to defend situations like that. We need to be better at it.
1: First goal is always crucial, Stephen, in any of these games. And we be disappointed because we had a couple of good chances, did in that first half to stand in this corner? here.
2: Yeah. yeah, early on, we were in, in control of it. Uh, Marley had a great chance right before it. Uh, you Take your chances to get on top of the game but the flip side is you can't give away goals the way that we're giving up goals Uh, it was last week was poor this week wasn't great either in in that respect and we know it needs to improve i mean was it just the fact the crosses that came in or should we have dealt with them when actually came in as well i think the second one is a combination of both cross should be affected a little bit more in terms of coming in and dealt with in the box the first one comes from us trying to Joe plays a little bit longer pass, it breaks through the wide play and he slings it in the box but again it needs to be handled better when it comes in. The the first one, sorry, I don't think he can affect the cross that much, it happened that quickly but in the middle of the box, uh, you're expecting someone to be dealing with that.
1: Did we deal with Marble's physicality well enough or should we have had maybe more protection for the referee? A bit of both,
2: I think. Again, we can't affect the referee, we can't control that, but you, you would you would expect it to be a little bit better on that front, but I'd also expect our players to be able to handle it as well, so uh, probably
1: a double-edged sword. Do you take any positives today? Is it just a case getting back to the training ground, getting working on things?
2: Uh, yeah, no positives today. Uh, positive is that we've got a big group of players that are pushing to get in that team and the competition's real and someone will feel it next week. Uh, you can't expect to play every week when You've got that amount of the ball, and you don't do much with it. So it's important that the players know there's competition for places, and they will. Uh, and so it's important that we get back on on the on track next Sunday. Sorry, next Saturday.
1: Austin and Ryan are they far away? because you know they, they're going to make a difference as so they their pace and the side makes a difference. Yeah,
2: Austin, we thought was going to be all right. Actually, he got something. He felt his leg on Thursday uh, ahead of this game today. So we're disappointed with that. I, I think he'll be okay for next weekend. Uh, but Ryan, I think Ryan's another couple of weeks. So. It's uh, two players that obviously add to the attacking power that we've got and we need.
1: Uh, and I think sometimes it shows when they're not on the pitch. Just when I mean, do you see much of the players after a game like that? I mean, obviously, obviously they're disappointed as well, or do they uh, leave it till training during the week, working things?
2: A bit of both. I think you can you can go in and go mental at them, but I think it's important that they they know they're, they're still they're trying to do the right things. There's there's situations that need to be a lot better. Uh, that will obviously be presented to them during the week. But it's a They know, they're walking off the pitch, they're disappointed, the fans behind the goal are giving them a bit as they walk off, which is fully, fully deserved, uh, as it is for us as a coaching staff. So uh, the one thing that we will do is keep moving forward and we'll get it right
3: live audio and
4: video of our next match only on red tv subscribe now for full match day coverage replays highlights and all the goals exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content sign up now at RedTV.AFC.co.uk. the best of the action only on red tv
0: Aberdeen women kicked off their campaign in SWPL1 against Celtic at Balmoral Stadium a week last Sunday. Despite a battling performance, the Dons women went down 4-2 defeat against last season's second place team. An own goal and an Ailey Shore header weren't enough for the Dons as doubles for Charlie Wellings and Chloe Craig gave Celtic the three points.
5: Obviously, they dominated possession. I felt like in the first half um, we weren't quite right in the press and they were breaking the lines at the back four, and they were getting behind us quite often. So at halftime we were two one, um, and we tweaked a few things. And I thought uh, the girls adapted really well, and we, we, we played better defensively the second half. And then obviously getting our, our, ourselves into the game and. You know, it was 3 uh, 2 at a point, and so we obviously thought that, you know, last 10 minutes with the crowd here in the TV, we should maybe just try and push them on a wee bit, and it always leaves you open at the back. And unfortunately, yeah, uh, they uh, got another goal, so it sort of sealed the game for them. But yeah, I guess overall, immensely proud of the players. It's a big occasion, a big day for them. First game in an SWPL1, playing, you know, arguably one of the top three teams in the league. So there's so many positives we can take from it, and that's what we've told the girls today.
4: I thought the team seemed to grow in confidence as the game went on. It sort of caused more problems at the start of the game. But once you found your feet in the game, I thought you competed really well. Um, Did you find that yourself?
5: Yeah, definitely. We spoke at half-time saying we didn't create enough attacking opportunities. um, Something that we wanted to work on. Obviously, keeping it tight at the back. But we knew that when we are going forward, we had to be more with it. And I think we did create more opportunities. But we know that in future games, we need to be creating more than that.
4: Just a quick word for the fans because it was quite a decent turnout today, and they were making a lot of noise for the team as well. And I think it helped the team towards the end of the game.
5: Yeah, massively. I was saying that to Gav at the side there. This is, a, you know, part of the reason that we just wanted to throw people a bit more forward and, and give them a real goal Was for everyone that would have been here to watch the game, and it's it's really important to us that you know we put on a good show and we try. And you know, hopefully they did see a good game of football here today, and hopefully more fans will turn up. And. I know it was on TV, so for them to come actually come down to the game, that's uh, a huge credit to them, and it shows like the fan base that we've got here at Aberdeen. So, yeah, I just want to thank everyone that came down to watch us and give us the support. It was really appreciated by all of us. Cheers, thanks, okay, thank you.
0: And they got their first win in the league on Sunday as they fought their way to a 2-0 win over Partick Thistle at Peters Hill. Second-half goals from Eva Thompson and Maya Chrissy sealed the three points for
4: the donts my first win on the board that was a really tough game today wasn't it
5: yeah um, it was uh, a really difficult game and I think obviously it suited them more than us It, it became a little bit of a a game with loads of breaks a lot of fouls the game just didn't flow we didn't really get a chance to get a football in the game and for me as well, I think they had a, a plan to try and hit us on the counter and try and get London uh, in behind us. So it ended up a really scrappy game. and um, It's these type of games that you just need to like stick to what you know that you're good at and make sure that you just see the game out. And For us, it was finding a way to win, and, and I'm really proud of the team that they managed to do that. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the, the, the prettiest game of football, but for us, it's about the three points today.
4: Tash, first points on the board today, a hard-fought win. How did you find that?
5: Yeah, I think it's... Probably a tough game, obviously it's live on YouTube so we've probably seen a bit of a battle at times but I think what we've shown is that we're a versatile team obviously coming up the league we played party last season, we know a bit about what they're about but I think we're resilient and we've showed that we've got different styles of play and we kind of stuck to it and ultimately these points
4: It's obviously a difficult start last season against Celtic but the team obviously took a lot of confidence from that game coming away again, a difficult place to come, Glasgow yeah. Um no matter what team it is in the league that we're playing, I thought the team did really well, looked confident right from the start today.
5: Yeah, there's there's no easy games um, this season. Obviously, we'll take confidence from the, the Rangers game and the way that we defended as a unit, and obviously, Celtic as well, loads of learning points, and we've got quite a varied squad in terms of age and experience. So I think we're just building every week, but I think ultimately just finding a way to win on the road, like you said. So yeah, you know, positive to get the first few points on the road.
0: Returning to the SPFL, and on Saturday, Rangers beat St. Johnson 2-1 at McDermott Park, thanks to a winner from James Tavernier. Celtic saw off Ross County 3-0. Livingston picked up their first point in a 0-0 draw at Dundee. And it also ended 0-0 between St. Mirren and Dundee United in Paisley. Emberness, Cali Thistle made it five straight wins in the Championship, beating Partick Thistle 3-1 in the Highland Capital. Kilmarnock are second after their 1-0 home win over Morton, while Arbroath are third after thumping Hamilton Aki's 4-0 at Gayfield. Queen of the South beat Wraith Rovers 1 0 at Starks Park, and Air United saw bottom club Dunfermline Athletic 3 1 at Somerset Park. Queen's Park remain a point clear in League One, despite being held to a 0 0 drop by Airdreonians at Fir Hill. Second place Montrose drew 1 0 away to Cove Rangers, and Dumbarton are up to third after thrashing East 5 5 0. Aloe Athletic defeated Falkirk 2 0 at the Indo Drill Stadium, and Peterhead are off the bottom after beating Clyde 3 2 at Balmore. Kelty Hearts are two points clear at the summit of League 2 but had to hit back for a 1-0 draw with Elgin City at New Central Park. Closest challengers on an Athletic lost 2-1 at home to Stenhouse Muir and Sterling Albion are third following their 1-0 success against Forfar Athletic at Forth Bank. Edinburgh City won 1-0 at Stranraer and Albion Rovers defeated Cowdenbeath 2-1 in Coatbridge. And on Sunday, it was the Edinburgh Derby where Hearts and Hibs played out a goalless draw.
4: Don's News. Straight after this. The 10 Louser welcome wagon has arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Favored this weekend. Do you think this will lend your embarrassing streak of draws? Lloyd, I've never been embarrassed about having streaks in my draws. You know, it's all part of growing up. I got a question for you. Has a team, a uh, like us, ever won the whole chimichanga? No, for 40 years. Oh! No, you don't no, come in through here, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's like so, Dukes of so Hazards. So Y'all so. no. probably call it the no. Earl's of Risk over here. It's so terrible, this world is about we got what to do.
0: It's time for these young fellas to meet that guy.
4: Oh no. Let I, you little turd birds. Start touching your toes. They touch each other's toes. What? Oh. How long was that? Not as long as last time, but nobody was hurt. Okay. People saying there's something wrong with us. Not the way I see it. I believe in communism. Rom communism that is. If Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan go through some heartfelt struggles and still end up happy, then so can we. This is is our turn to make history, and I believe we're gonna do just that. The family we're born with, and to families we make along the way. To Richmond! Under pressure. Let's go kick their butts. Butts on three. Works for me. One, two, three.
3: Butts!
0: You can watch the new season of Ted Lasso now and catch up on season one only on Apple TV+. Let's catch up with the news then and sports fans in Scotland will need to prove they have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to attend matches from the 1st of October. The vaccine passport scheme will apply to all events where crowds are bigger than 10,000 people and seated outdoor events where more than 4,000 people attend will also be subject to the new measures as well indoor events with more than 500 spectators. It means many of those planning to attend Scottish Premiership matches that weekend will need to provide proof that they've been vaccinated. Scotland's home World Cup qualifier against Israel a week Later, which is already sold out, would also require proof of vaccination. Initially, providing a negative test result as an alternative to a COVID passport will not be accepted. However, those under 18 participants in vaccine trials and those unable to get vaccinated for medical reasons and employees at venues within the scope of the scheme will be exempt. Meanwhile, Aberdeen Football Club have issued a survey to supporters for feedback about the scheme. You can find the survey on the club website. Michael Ruth has joined Falkirk on a season-long loan. During the second half of last season, the 19-year-old forward made his Aberdeen debut against Hamilton Ackies in March 2021 and has made two first-team appearances to his name. The youngster scored the winner for the Aberdeen B-side against Broda Rangers last month in the SPFL Trust Trophy and scored a vital goal in the fantastic win against Arbroath the weekend before last. Stephen Glass expects Calvin Ramsey to be fit to face St Johnston this weekend. The teenager was forced off with an injury on Saturday against Motherwell. Aberdeen Under-18s ran out 5-0 winners in their Club Academy Scotland match against Hamilton. All the goals came in the second half of the match with Alfie Bavage, Liam Harvey and a hat-trick from Ryan Duncan, with two in the dying minutes of the game made sure of the win on Friday night. They did action again this evening against Dundee United at Cormac Park. And finally, Amplus Energy has agreed a two-year deal with Aberdeen Football Club, launching a monthly player award programme to nurture talent in Aberdeen FC's Bobby Clark Youth Academy. The Youth Academy Player of the Month award scheme, which will recognise young players for their work ethic and performance in training for the, uh, and games, was officially introduced at Cormac Park last Wednesday, with Alfie Bavage in the under-16s and Rory Phillips in the under-11s, presented with their awards for this month by Gavin Levy, the AFC Youth Academy director, and Ian and Ali Heard from Amplus Energy Center. Services. Both players were nominated by their AFC Youth Academy coaches for their continued desire to improve and develop their talent, with both setting good examples to their peers, pushing their development out with training and games and focusing on their future ambitions. The renewed agreement will also see Amplus Energy Services continued its sponsorship of Angus the Will, making the Aberdeen-based floating production services firm one of the longest-running sponsors of the club's mascot.
3: was absolutely spectacular weather, not humid, skies were clearer.
5: Smoke is billowing out of the building. Network News: A plane apparently has crashed into the World Trade Center in New York.
0: We went from a calm, beautiful day to one in which our world changed dramatically.
5: September 11th, 2001 was the worst terrorist attack in U.S. history. Now, experience the first 12 hours surrounding the events in a way the world has never seen.
0: Andy Carr comes up behind me and says, America's under attack. And I'm watching the child read. We needed to move the president and get him out of there. He could be a sitting duck. There was a call that said, Angel's
3: next. Angel was the code word for Air Force One. We worried someone in the president's circle could try to take down Air Force One.
0: Every plane had become a missile.
3: One of the targets might well be the White House. All aircraft land as soon
0: as possible. Mother got on the phone. She said, we're outside Milwaukee. I said, you gotta be kidding me. What are you doing there? She said, you grounded our plane. In their own
2: words. She told me her plane had been hijacked and the line went dead.
5: And really hit home. Those at the heart of power on that unforgettable day. We
2: did everything we knew to do. 3,000 people died on your watch. It just gnaws at you.
4: Come together to reveal what happened behind closed doors. She took the badge from her son's dead body, gave it to the president and said,
3: I, I want you to always remember.
4: I remember the Secret Service screaming, take off your heels and run.
3: we never had a crisis quite like this. Of course, we all were hurting. We all were terrified. The first plane was an accident, the second one was an attack, and the third one was a declaration of war.
0: You can watch 9-11 inside the President's War Room on BBC iPlayer in the UK and on Apple TV Plus elsewhere. Last week Mal caught up with new signing David Bates as they talk about him joining the Dons.
1: You had other options, so, so why Aberdeen? the um, <laughs> weather Yeah, the weather wasn't meant be like this. <laughs> I think I'm a factor fifty on. Um, no, I just um obviously being back at Hamburg and uh, try to get someone, like I said, to settle and and somewhere permanent. Um, and I spoke with the manager and I mean he, he plays the way I want to play and everything suited suited me really. Um just got that fresh approach to the to the game similar to what I've been at, at Hamburg and um, it's like a European style um, yeah so when I spoke to him it really was a big pull um, and I knew Aberdeen had just got a new training complex and and they were trying to kick on and and yeah so it was an ambitious club and yeah it was it was ideal so, I mean the, the manager was a major factor in you coming yeah yeah well when I spoke to him and obviously the style of play because I've always said I wanted to I mean I don't want to go somewhere and not progress um, I feel like I can progress here and, and get better and better um, especially if we're training at a good standard and, and playing the right way um, and again the, the, the group of players they've got here as well and you can see they're actually trying to do something
0: You can hear the full interview with David on Red TV On our recent trip to Gothenburg Mal spoke to Neil Simpson and recalls that famous night in May 1983
1: do you remember where you were in line when you were coming out of the team or not?
3: Eh, uh, no, I don't. But I do remember we all got pennants and I remember saying I was the group and I, I can see my lip reading. I'm, I'm saying, fit you do with us?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you come on the pitch, Aberdeen fans in front of you Aberdeen lobby.
3: fans were o- over there. Um, yeah, you know, it was, it was great to see such a brilliant support. Um, and obviously the pitch was really heavy, uh, but we had a really good warm up ready for the game, and you know we were confident. Were you concerned about the pitch at all, or not? I mean, was it? Yeah, no, b- there was a concern uh, before, but I think they'd got like some of these mop things. That, it got up some some of the water. Um, I mean, it was really heavy in, in, in places, and the ball ball was sticking. In fact, I remember <laughs> I had a slide tackle over there, and you can actually see the water coming scus up when I, when I slide, when I, I won the ball. Uh, but the the water's all all over the place, and I I made my have to I didn't need to change my shirt at because <laughs> I was absolutely ringing. Well, that's right, because you started a long sleeve shirt, didn't you?
1: Yeah. You came back at the second half. The yeah, because I
3: remember uh, I had uh, my short sleeve shirt, and obviously my I'd swapped with Angel, who was uh, number eight with Real Madrid, and somebody had said, "Oh, that's not authentic. You couldn't have wore that uh, because you've obviously swapped your shirt." I said, oh, oh, right, enough. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, we have got two shirts. And it wasn't until I was watching the game, I like years later, I'm going, OK, long sleeve first half. Ah, I changed shirts at half time. <laughs> I've got the short sleeve on, so they're both uh, authentic. There you go.
0: You can view the full interview with Neil and Mal on Red TV. Our next fixture is this Saturday against St Johnston at Bitaudry. Kickoff is at 3pm. Tickets for the match are on sale now, but if you can't make it to the game, you can still watch the match live on Red TV via your season ticket, pay-per-view. And if you're a subscriber, audio only for subscribers in the UK and Ireland. Match coverage on Red TV starts at 2.30pm. Aberdeen women are back in action in the only fixture of the weekend in SWPL One at home to Hamilton on Sunday, the 19th of September. You can head along to the Balmoral Stadium to watch them. The match kicks off at 1 p.m. Elsewhere in the Scottish Premiership this weekend, it's three matches on Saturday: Hibbs versus St Mirren, Ross County versus Hearts, and our own match against St Johnston. All 3 p.m. kickoffs. And three on Sunday: a midday kickoff between Dundee United and Dundee, and a 3 p.m. kickoffs between Livingston and Celtic and Rangers and Motherwell. The AFC Donscast won't be back next Tuesday, but next Wednesday for one week only, the 22nd of September. So join me then. Between now and then, you can keep up to date with all the latest on our social media. Just follow us using at Inverness Reds or head on over to the website for all the latest Dons and supporters news at invernessreds.co.uk. That's it from me this week. Till next Wednesday, stand free.
4: your phone, on your tablet and online. This
0: this is the AFC
4: Donscast
0: from the Inverness Reds.